Let's talk now with Michelle Ombi, publisher of the Springfield Business Journal, here with Business in the 217. Michelle, thanks for taking time. we got a lot to get to. Let's get right into it. What do you say? Good morning, Greg. Sounds good. Lots going on, as you mentioned. And uh, important stuff, too. I love uh, hearing about what's going on in the business community, uh, including when we hear about new restaurants that are coming together uh, and uh, some familiar names uh, starting a new one called Luminary. Tell us all about this. Yes, this one's really a a happy ending. Uh, Jordan and Aurora Coffee, who are well-known for American Harvest, they had been in business for about 10 years, and I think they were the very first restaurant to announce after the stay-at-home order went into effect that they would not be reopening. And, of course, they had a a big following, so a lot of uh, of people were disappointed to hear that, but they had kind of hinted even initially that there was uh, to stay tuned, that there was something else in the works. And sure enough, a few months later, they announced that they were working with Mike and Paula Ryan, who were constructing a a new retail center over on Headley, and they were going to be going into that space. So the last few months, they've been doing uh, carry-out dinners, family style, and special events, things like that, a little bit of catering. But now they are officially opening for dine-in service. It'll be the first time people can go in and, uh, and have lunch in the new place, and that is starting on Friday. And I chatted with Aurora yesterday, and she said that within the next few months, they do plan to add uh, dinner service and brunch as well. But they're going to start with lunch only for now. But they also have a little retail store. They've kind of taken a page from the the Three Twigs playbook. So in addition to having your lunch, uh, they've also got a shop where they sell, like, their signature sauces, and you can pre-order cuts of meat and pick them up and that kind of thing. So a uh, little bit different uh, concept than what they had before at American Harvest. Yeah, in American Harvest, their uh, cuisine was uh, was fantastic. Uh, are they going to have a similar type of cuisine here? Yes, I, I think you'll probably see some of the some of the same things. Although, of course, a little bit different uh, different concept. They say this is also going to of the lunch service at least is going to be geared more towards people that are looking for a quick lunch, in and out, that kind of thing. Maybe a little bit more casual, but I'm sure you'll still see a lot of your familiar favorites on the menu. You know, uh, restaurants not the only businesses in town. There's a lot of other types of businesses, including uh, those who provide architectural services. Uh, but we have one architect that's joining a different firm. Tell us about that. Right, and this is uh, this is another COVID story with hopefully a happy ending. Uh, Bill Prather is a very familiar name in the local construction and architectural world, uh, been around for a while, and he and his business partner, Mark Tucker, had a firm called Prather Tucker Associates. Uh, Mark passed away a few years ago, and so Bill was, was on his own, and he said that worked out fine until COVID hit, and then a number of his projects were postponed or uh, delayed and things like that. So he made the decision to shut down his own firm, but he has now taken a job with BSA. They are an engineering firm that now has an architectural component as well. Uh, They just acquired Johnson Engineering, and they have a Springfield office. They're based out of Wisconsin, but they do a lot of work for HSHS. So, of course, they're already working in the Springfield and the surrounding areas, so trying to ramp up their presence a little bit in this market. So we wish uh, wish Bill well with the next stage in his career. We're talking with Michelle Ownby. She's the publisher for the Springfield Business Journal, and you're going to want to stay tuned because we'll tell you uh, the new edition of the Springfield Business Journal has something that's real fun and we'll announce uh we'll announce that here in a moment but uh while we're still talking about architects to a degree uh let's talk about what's going on with the capital complex of course uh i don't even know how many buildings there are there's the you know the, the capital there's the stratton building there's the hewlett building there's the armory uh you've got other buildings all around that uh the capital complex is a pretty integral part to uh what springfield is but uh we're looking at uh, tens of millions of dollars that have been laid out in a uh, capital construction plan that includes updates and uh 
various other things. What what do we know about what's going to be done with uh, with the Capitol complex? Yeah, there's there's quite a bit happening there. And in fact, if you've driven by the Capitol lately or been out that way, you've probably noticed they've got the scaffolding up. Uh, they're they're in the process of repainting the dome. It, it definitely uh, could use a little freshening up and a, a paint job. So you can see some of the exterior work already underway, but they're getting ready to start on some big interior projects as well. Um, this is going to focus mostly on the, the north wing. They're kind of shuffling people around. They're going to move the governor's staff and the legislatures are actually moving temporarily into the strategy building. CMS, which is in the Stratton building, is going to move into the uh, former SJR building over at uh, 313 South 6th Street just for the next year or two um, so that they can make some major renovations to the, the Capitol. And you may remember, gosh, this has been almost 10 years ago now, I think. Back in 2011, they had redone the West Wing of the Capitol. A little controversial at the time. You know, they did those fancy doors. Oh, yeah, doors like $600,000 doors or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Some people were a little uh, squeamish about the cost there. Uh, so this is the second phase. Last year in the governor's Restore Illinois plan, they allocated $350 million for uh, additional renovations to the capital, and in this phase, they're going to be spending around one one sixty one hundred seventy million of that. So again, you know, some people are saying, "Hey, it's a it's the people's building. It's obviously very historic. We need to take care of it." But uh, maybe not great optics right now with some of the things going on with the state budget. There, there are definitely other people questioning the the cost. Yeah, and you've got uh, as well the the ongoing uh, empty building of uh, the armory, and uh, what exactly is going to be taking place there? Uh, I've heard rumblings that you know it's going to be converted into office space or you know, various different ideas, but. Uh, we'll see some action there, I would imagine, as well. We're talking with Michelle Ownby, the publisher of the Springfield Business Journal, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, Business in the 217. Uh, people need to get out and pick up a copy of the Springfield Business Journal starting today, right? You got a new edition out? Correct. The March issue hits the streets today, uh, so it will be it will be out later on. People can pick one up at the racks on the old Capitol Plaza or over at Barnes & Noble, or, of course, uh, the best way is to subscribe and make sure you get it delivered to your home or office. But uh, this issue, we are announcing the winners of Best Places to Work. You know, we have several different award programs that we do throughout the year, and and it's really, uh, it's just so great to be able to recognize uh, these local businesses. I mean, especially the smaller ones, you know, they don't always have big budgets for marketing and publicity and things like that, and to be able to just shine a light on some of the good things they're doing in the community and uh, tell a little bit of their backstory is uh, is really fun. so Best Places to Work, we co-sponsor this one with United Community Bank, and there's different categories based on the number of employees. But the interesting thing about this awards program is it's actually the employees who have to make the nomination. Yeah. So theoretically, uh, you know, if you didn't yeah. like where you worked, you wouldn't take the trouble to submit a nomination and <laughs> and ask, ask for the recognition. So we think that's a, a pretty good sign. But in the, the small business category, this year we're recognizing MB Heating and Cooling, you may remember that when uh, everything started with COVID and the shutdowns, they were the company that actually hired a tutor to come in and work with the kids of their employees because so many of their folks were having challenges with, uh, you know, kids during vir- virtual school and, and things like that. So they brought in a staff tutor. Um, Westwood's Lodge is another one we're recognizing. Again, very challenging year for restaurants, and they're one that's really managed to, uh, manage to not only endure but, but thrive. And then in the large business category, University of Illinois at Springfield and Prairie Cardiovascular, 
And in the alumni category, we're recognizing uh, BJ Grand Salon, which won previously about 10 years back. So good, uh, good group of businesses and organizations. People need to pick that up a lot more than what just uh, Michelle Ownby with the Springfield Business Journal had to say there. So uh, get your copy today for the Springfield Business Journal. Michelle Ownby, the publisher here with Business in the 217. Greatly appreciate you taking time. We'll check in next week. Thanks, Greg.